Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. Howdy. And today, we have for you something a little special. Uh, something from the, uh, the, the, the bin, if, if you can kind of imagine it. Uh, it's actually hilarious because this DVD case that we were kind of be watching this movie out of uh, actually has all the, uh, the stuff from Hollywood Video still on it. Yeah. Even the, even the foreign part. Where did, where did, where did we get this one from that. again? Probably Hollywood video. <laughs> no, we got it from somewhere else. Oh, we get these things at random. like you know, Oh, maybe like the... Do- no, not the dollar store. Uh, the library, maybe? Oh, maybe the Remember they were doing the like they were doing the cell thing? We might have shoved it in there at well, that point. But I don't know if it would have had Hollywood video on there at that well, point. Anyways, we got this from some random well, cell that we were doing. This is from 2002. So you've... Well, we I still haven't seen it, though. I don't know if we, how long we've had it. Oh, we've had it for forever. We just haven't watched it. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that we had this. Otherwise, I would have watched it sooner. But we are actually watching 2002's The Eye. Yes, this one is the one that the Jessica Alba movie is based on. Uh, and uh, this one was actually directed by the Pang Brothers, Danny and Oxide. Uh, this is their second movie after their original Bangkok Dangerous in 2000. Uh, 2000. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's one with Nicolas Cage. No, so this one is the one that they did before the 2008 one, which they also directed, is the one with Nicolas Cage in it. Oh, okay, so this is the original. Yes, okay. this one, this is not their only Eye movie either, as they were responsible for the Eye 2 and 3. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they started doing their own projects uh, with them still doing work. Danny just made 2002's Reborn, and Oxide, who has changed his name to, I think, Shin or something like that. Uh, just made uh, Jingtai Ju Yuan. I want to say that that's the way that it was. It was something about firefighters. Uh, and that was in 2002, 22 as well. So they're both still active. Oxide uh, wasn't a cool enough name for him? He had to change it? I, I think it was too cool. Like So this is very much like a Hong Kong-directed movie. Uh-huh. So he may be doing more stuff on the mainland. Uh, so they were like, well, we need to have like a, a normal name, not Oxide. Because no, how dare you, you know, kind of thing. Because the, the, the party has uh, things on that sometimes. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Maybe it was just, he was just like, I, uh, I'm i not going to name myself Oxide. Uh, it's actually funny because he married uh, the star of today's movie. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so uh, maybe he was just like, his wife was going like, I'm not calling you Oxide still. And she's like, uh, Okay, cool, whatever. All right, I guess I'll change it to Shang. Yes, this one was also written by the Pang Brothers, but uh, with help from Yet John Hugh, who is also sometimes known as Jojo. I saw that on the... Uh, we'll the, we'll the call him there. Jojo. Uh, I think it's a girl. We'll call her Jojo. I'm not sure. I, I have no idea. We will call them Jojo. There we go. <laughs> uh, who also helped with the I-2 in 2004. Uh, also helped with, uh, wrote 2012's The Guillotines and 2007's The Warlords. Nice. Uh, so this movie is actually starring Angelica Lee, uh, who was in 2021's Grit, 2008's Missing, and 2007's movie The Drummer. Yeah, this is not the name that they actually are, by the way. So if you're looking for this, like you're like, I can't find this this thing under this name. Just kind of Google what I gave you, and you'll be able to find the actual name that it's under because it's it's a long string of Chinese on there, and I it's I can't do it. Remember, this is a Hong Kong movie. Yes. So, it's kind of difficult. Anyways. Yes, the drummer is actually kind of funny. Uh, That one's... A gangster's son is sent into hiding after sexual misconduct. So, he gets shoved into a monastery of Buddhist drummers and then learns how to drum. Like, just drumming. 
So I guess it's a feel-good movie all along. So he went from a gangster to a drummer. A gangster with sexual misconduct. I was just like, why did you have to put that in the uh, the synopsis? Apparently it was something big enough for them to put on there. Oh, that's I was weird. like, okay, that's, that's an interesting movie. So weird. Uh, we also got Lawrence Chow, uh, who uh, is in The I2. Uh, he's also in 2014's Twilight Online and 2020's uh, Enter the Fat Dragon, <laughs> uh, where the Yakuza is having to deal with a super cop who unfortunately is going through a bad breakup and is coping with food. That is the concept. Enter the fat dragon. Yes, and he's actually wearing the Bruce Lee like jumpsuit. And the yellow jumpsuit. Yes. Oh my god. And it's so it's basically like the concept to me is basically Rush Hour, except instead of like so the the uh, Jackie Chan character mm-hmm. is going through a bad breakup. It's it's Super Cop going through a bad breakup. And he ate too much, and now he's chubby, and everybody was making fun of him. But he's, like, flipping people over and stuff, so it was Well, good, it was really for, good him. for him. See, yeah. chunky people can still kick ass. And then we got Cindy Lowe, who was in uh, 20... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 20... 2002. 2002s. 2002s, yeah. I, I feel weird when I gotta <laughs> keep changing up on that. Uh, 2002's Marry a Rich Man, 2006's Cocktail, and 2003's Men Suddenly in Black, which has nothing to do with the MIB. It actually has to do with four men... Who are basically trying to go and cheat on their wives because their wives went to Thailand, but then their wives show back up, and it even the synopsis doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They even said something about like so they gotta like get Hall revenge pass? on them for Uncle Nine, and I was like, ah, okay. no, 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 not not Hall Pass. They decided to, to they cheat. do cheat on that one. This is well, Hall Pass. You technically have permission. Yes. Yeah. I for know this one, I think is. that they said no. We're gonna go ahead and just do the cheating. As much as we want. Uh, like, we're going to go out and, and cheat. What a dick. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks. Yep. Anyways, anybody else? Is that uh, it? That is it. Uh, yeah, so this movie, uh, I'm excited about it. It does work in our DVD player, which we had to double check just to, to make sure that it wasn't... Uh, I wasn't worried about the, the region locking. I was more worried about the actual ability for the DVD, since it's kind of older and maybe scratched up, especially since it's an old rental, True, uh, might have a problem running on it. Uh, I'm excited about this one because uh, I I hated the Jessica Alba one. Oh, I didn't hate it. Oh, but, I hated but it. But let's definitely watch this one. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see the original. Um, honestly, I have no idea where to tell you where to find it. You know, you may not even need to find it. Maybe it's awful, but we're going to give it a shot. We're... Uh, yeah, we're going to see how good or bad this is. This is my choice, so hopefully it's decent. Ooh, uh, the special features include uh, uh, previews. Yeah. Oh. And, and web links. Oh. Oh, yeah. So yeah. fancy. I remember back in the day when DVDs were like, it has a menu. And you were just like, oh my. And, and it was just the same menu? thing over and over and over and it's over like and the, over the, again. The, like, they're trying to, like, we don't have anything other than normal DVD, like, things to tell you that is awesome on that movie that's like the uh the one of um oh god what movie is it uh the house um house on haunted hill yeah wherever it's just one screen and it just plays it over and over and over yeah, and like, over and over it'll again it'll be fine just look it's, and it's just it's like great. spooky music it goes look, look at all the cool things that we have on here a movie and i'm just like oh that's special a special effect. feature? Yeah, special features. And here's more movies. And uh, that aren't with this movie. Director, what is director's commentary? We have captions. And uh, it'll play in your computer. You're yes. welcome. Truly, this is the new age of entertainment. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so yeah, we're going to go watch this. We'll be back. And hopefully, this doesn't suck. Hopefully.
Yep, you're right back. You trust your eyes. You rely on your senses. You think you're alone. But you'll never be sure again. There is more to fear than you can see. How can you trust that they are real? And we're back. We are back. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, basically, if you've seen the Jessica Alba version of The Eye, it's pretty darn similar. You've seen the superior version, let's be honest. Uh, this one was, this is very much the art film version of The Eye. I mean, it was, me. I, I did like some of the stuff that they did with it because, um, like, the, the one part that you saw where the ghost was in the subway with them. I thought that was interesting. Because I don't think that they showed that in the American version of the eye. But, I mean, I'm going to have to rewatch it, to be honest. Because I haven't seen it in a few years. It was like Salvage, though. It had that, that bit where you've got the... Um, you've got a little bit more... Um, God, what was it? It, it had subtlety to right, it. Right, right, which made it more creepy. Uh, so my big issue with the 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 show was there's a lot of portions of it that are clearly done because it's the artistic part. We had a lot of the uh, the the stuff in the middle where the uh, uh, she plays the violin for like you know five minutes and then collapses. <laughs> it totally was uh, not five minutes. It was forever. Oh my god. Uh, we had the bit with the um, the the room changing uh, over into the other room over and over again. We had the bit with the um, that was in the movie though. I that that was in I, um I, I'm not saying that was in the, the Amer- better one. Like, the American I, mean, I just, one. I hated that because it constantly happened. Uh, the uh, a lot of the stuff at the very beginning when they're just like surprise oh this is happening kind of stuff there a lot of just meandering and you know minutiae just sucked it sucked like, oh my gosh you um, really did the, not like this the movie. rest of, no I, I didn't like those parts uh yeah i didn't mind a lot of the rest of the stuff i the the romance bit was a little out out of left field for me uh especially with the the sheer number of characters that were put in and then dropped uh, like you know, one of the like things. The sister. Yes, yeah. one of the things about the uh, the Jessica Alba movie was that they combined the sister and the grandma. grandma. Uh, and then then we had the whole bit with the um, the the exorcist, who had nothing to do with anything in the rest of the show. In fact, I don't think the main character met that guy, but we saw him like six times. I mean, the only thing that the exorcist was for, I think, was to establish that they were trying to do something about her, but. They didn't really know what the cause was. Well, my issue with that is, is that we have an explanation later on where, it, like, she comes up with it, like, don't you understand she's reliving this thing over and over again? Now, the grandma and the main character, Mune, Mune or something like that, she, uh, Mun. Mun, uh, she had, uh, she had no interaction with any of that stuff. We know that dead people, uh, you know, especially those who commit suicide are constantly having to relive their suicidal. Right. At least in the context of this movie. But she apparently comes up with that 
later on by herself without any kind of explanation. Right. In fact, the the whole situation with the uh, the grandmother and the sister and they're burning the report card and um, you know later on with the the kid and the kid is still jumping out of the window. So therefore, the burning the report card had nothing to do with anything else. I feel like we're probably skipping around a lot. Oh yeah, we are. We are. Ex- you know, <laughs> we will get to it. I just, like I said, there's a whole lot of meandering and just BS that goes on with this. There was a situation back in the '90s where we assumed that everything that was all well, '90s, '90s, early 2000s, where we assumed everything that came from, you know, Asia in general, specifically Japan and China when it came to horror movies, was superior. We loved Pulse, we loved Ringu, we loved Grudge, or Juon, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, And it it was this idea that we had in our heads that was like, oh, well, they know how to do horror. Uh, In fact, you you can kind of see them revisiting that in Cabin in the Woods when they say that the... uh, you know, in uh, the the kids, like they're, they're killing the kids off in that one, which, yeah, zero F's given uh, for the lives of children in this this show. Kids are getting killed left and right. But um, they said uh, they had a 100% sex, success rate in uh, Cabin in the Woods. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, because they, they followed the formula and they're doing so much better than us. But it's, it's situations like this that I, I see and I'm like, wow, they could not tell a story to get you know, themselves out of a paper bag with some of that. It was meandering. It had a lot of stuff going on. What about the, the call, the, like the, the Christmas story? What about all of these other characters that have no in, uh, interaction? Reminds me of the whaling. Just, oh yeah, no, that was really cool. Stuff was going on and it turned out he was Satan the whole time, even though we didn't have an indication about that. Okay. Whatever. Good lord, you hate this movie. I am All right, not well let's let's so talk hateful. about it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's a there's a lot of stuff about this that pisses me off. So we're gonna start off by telling you what's going on. So um oh, good luck with that. The main character, uh, Mun Mun. Mun. Mm. Anyways, Mun. Uh, so she's actually been blind uh, since the age of five. She is now Which, 20. We don't really know that she was blind since the age of five. We just know that she's been blind. We find that out later. Yeah. So um, she is a violinist. Which and... we didn't really get a whole lot of information on at the very beginning either. So what happens is at the very beginning, it's they're going to do a transplant on it. From like, I think it was like five minutes in. It's like... She's blind, and uh, she's walking down the the area with like a she's walking down like a, a concourse with uh, a rain like an umbrella, and she's tapping it on the the ground like it was, and then she's about to push the button uh, to to go across the street, and then it's like dun 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 the eye, and then it's like yes, now you're getting her transplant happening. Okay, the transplant's over. It's going to take two hours. Oh, it's over. You know, let's you know your eyes may feel a little funny. Oh my God, is she going to have to wear glasses? Don't worry, she'll have to wear glasses, but not everybody sees correctly. You know, something like that. I was just like, okay, we're we're continuing, we're moving, we're moving. So she actually meets uh, Yang 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 Yang, who is a a little girl who is uh, has cancer. A brain tumor, actually, and she is um, getting operations, multiple operations throughout throughout the first part of this movie. Um, it's established that she is not doing well, and but as soon as she is well, she's going to take Moon out to 
go see the world. So and, she's going to go outside with her. And the girl is just a, a brayish sunshine. She's, you know, uh, oh, you know, don't worry. Everything is life. is There's so many beautiful things to see. Uh, hey, let's take a photo of each other. You know, that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yes. So she's yeah. super sweet. Um, so she actually ends up after, you know, she's been in the hospital a few days, kind of gotten used to her eyeballs, even though she keeps seeing weird stuff randomly. Uh, she is introduced to the... Uh, basically eye doctor uh, who is who is helping her cope with her new eyesight and they immediately have a thing and their sister her sister is even trying to hook them up it's kind of cute which was kind of funny because the sister like i kind of got that she was hooking them up but also kind of i think she was just like good i don't have to deal with this shit anymore like you take care of her and i, I don't know if the guy was like a straight up doctor or if he was like he was just like a, a counselor or something like that. Oh, like he see, was helping the, her out. And so in the American version, he's he's uh, I don't even remember what his title is, but he's basically to, there to help her with her new eyesight. Yeah. So he's like, okay, so are you seeing weird, you know, weird things? You know, are you seeing spots? Blah blah blah. Okay, Floaters, we're gonna you know, we're gonna go over these tests so that way it'll help you. And in the American movie, they see each other a lot. Mm. And it's obvious that they start to feel, that they start to, you know, connect. In this one, you don't get that as much. It's, I see her for her appointments. And that's it. He, she really wants to see him for this. And yes, I love her. I remember that part. Yes. Mid, and he does, the, he does fall in love with her. Are you doing so? Yes, I love her. Oh. Very, very randomly. Okay. Cool. So, so throughout this whole thing, um, Moon is actually seeing weird things um in her in her apartment so she's seeing um very much in the american version wherever they keep going back and forth where she's in her room but she's not in her room she's in a different room and the room is like fading in and out she sees a little boy who was asking about his report card but it is still not as it doesn't explain itself as well as the American version, wherever it's spelled out, my parents will get really mad at me if they don't see, if they, you know, if they see my report card. That's what they did in the American version. So it's, it's obvious that the kid is worried about yeah. his parents not seeing, or, you know, not seeing his credit card or his, his report, report cards. Card, yeah. yeah, sorry. And, uh, you know, adult issues. I didn't really have a whole lot of idea on that because he, he just seemed sad. And then he was hungry. He was eating like a... A candlestick. A candlestick? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah, he's eating a candlestick. So... And mind you, it could also be because I'm not 100% familiar with the culture, you know, that, that goes with this, the, the, you know, the mourning period or what they leave out for their, for, you know, for their, their deceased people or anything like that. So I'm sure it would make more sense if I was more familiar with that, I hope. But since I'm not, that's probably another reason why I, I kind of like the American I better than this one only because I, I think I understand that one a little bit easier for for that specific like ghost though the, right the, the dead kid ghost was one of the ones that I was like okay that's oh, weird also no jump scares in yeah. this one there is no jump scares there's jump scares in the Jessica Alba one um especially whenever she peers through the door the the eye hole and then something flies up at the door yeah that's a very I mean that one's in the trailer so we get the the first one is the the freezing lady is the dead the the dead She's lady in the at hospital. the hospital yes she gets uh, kicked out of the hospital. She goes, she does her violin thing because she's a violinist in a, uh, like, uh, a orchestra for disabled. For the blind. Yeah, or just for the blind. Yes, yeah, he, said, he the said blind. it's for the blind. Uh, and uh, she's getting kicked out of that, by the way, because now she can see, which I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's very odd. 
Um, and then it uh, we get the kid. We get the little kid uh, who keeps asking for his report card. Uh, there's nothing going on with him, though. Like, maybe the older lady at the very beginning with the freezing lady, she looked pale. But for the kid, he doesn't look like anything else. Yeah. For the kid, you can't see him. Um, and also, she sees a- another ghost that was in the elevator and that one is actually the only one that's messed up well so before that we also had the the explanation lady who came up so she walks into oh, oh that she, was weird yeah she had a so was that before or after the chubby kid uh i think that was before the, before the chubby kid before the chubby kid yeah because so she walks in to a place to get something to eat because she's waiting for the doctor to get back yes so because she's not she's not feeling this she's having a bad time uh, so she goes into the the like the place to eat, and uh, there's like this weird ghost that walks in with the baby, with the baby, uh, and it starts doing this weird licky thing. Yeah, it's like, it's like the she big was, tongue comes out and just wiggle, 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 wiggle. And she was like, "Oh gosh, it's so that." Like a, and that like was a snake that, tongue. that was super unnerving for me. Like yeah. I think that was the one that bothered me the most. It's bad CGI, but it was also because there's absolutely no reason for that to be happening, as far as we know. It was creepy. Uh, but yes, as it and then, but again, the, cultural thing. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't I know, guess. and I, I wish I knew so that way I, I think I would understand it a little bit easier. But, but that is when the the waitress decides to show up. She goes like, "Oh, you can see the dead too." Yeah, no, it's some weird shit. You know, boss man keeps thinking that his wife and, and child are going to come visit him, but he can't see anything. A lot of us know about it, though. It's kind of weird. So uh, just don't look at them, though, because yeah. otherwise they'll they'll start bothering you. A lot of them don't like being looked at. Yep, cool. you'll, get, you'll get used to it, though. Deuces later. And then she, she walks away. Like, I feel like that probably could have, you know, helped a lot more had she explained things a little bit more. But you know what? Well, she doesn't. Well, like, how does she explain stuff? So- how is there somebody explaining this shit? That was my problem. I was like... Oh, is that just how things work? And, and wouldn't you okay. be like, "Oh, is that new? You seem kind of you seem kind of sh- I, I oh, see you- I see that you see them, yeah. but you don't seem like you're used to this. Is this a new thing that you're experiencing? Oh, if it is, let me explain. Is it your first day of, of mediumship? Are you <laughs> able to see the the dead parts? Yeah, we call this uh, the the Haley Joel Osment effect. It just uh, you start seeing dead folks all over the place. It's cool though. Just don't uh, pay attention to them. It's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Here's a pamphlet. We meet up on Thursdays. How, uh, we how also have a game night on be? Saturdays. How much easier would that be? It would have been easier. Like with life, like just for for people like that. I think that would be a lot easier. So so that happens. She leaves. Then she runs into the the chunky kid. That's right. So she tries to walk across the street. H poor chunky child so runs through her. He has chubby's cheeks. And uh, he's like, oh my god, no. So then she goes across the street and she sees that he's been hit by a car and we also, this is the first time we see the, the shadowy figure that walks away with him. Well, not the first time, but in daylight. In daylight. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the good eye of it to be able to see it. It's like, ah, oh, I see. It's creepy. Something's it's there with very this big shape of a person. Uh... <laughs> Poor little chubby child. So that happens. So so the, the chubby kid gets escorted away by death, basically. Um, and the, then the angel from she, the Crossroads video by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yes. <laughs> so she ends up turning around and she sees the doctor. The doctor is like, "I was told by my secretary that you needed me, so I found you I, on the street randomly. I came a running. Yeah. So she's freaking out, telling him about everything. He is convinced that she needs to see a psychologist and she's like you don't even freaking believe me i did love that that was such a like she's like i see dead people he's like 
it's okay. It's like, you'll help me, right? It's like, yes, I will help you. My psychologist friend just came in from uh, the, the U.S. Yeah, uh, he can totally help us. She's like, I like how we're referred to as the, uh, the states. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So yeah, so she doesn't believe him. And he actually goes to his uncle shortly hmm. after this, who is the head of the surgery department. I, and I think he was the one who did the actual eye her, surgery. Her surgery, yeah. yeah. And so... um. So she, you know, so so he goes to him and he's like, I need the records of the person who we got the eyeballs from. How dare you? How dare you even ask me that stupid question? That is a HIPAA violation. But he doesn't say HIPAA. Boo to you. So he he basically poo-poos him off. Uh, what? Are you falling in love with her? And he's like, yes. As a matter of fact, I am falling in love with her. He's like, that's a giant breach of... Whoa! Yeah, we, we need to have a conversation with this. So, so he 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 gets a call as soon as he's leaving, which is from Moon's family, who is like, "You need to come and help her. She is messed up right now." Like, and and we've seen her so unplugging the lamp, the light bulbs, and there's like a twenty minute like long stretch. It feels like that. Maybe it was like five. It was a while. You feel dragged down. Where after the chubby kid she, and and the doctor not believing her, she goes home and is sad and plays the violin in the middle of the night, which pisses everybody off. Uh, she unscrews the light bulb. Puts her, puts her sunglasses back on yep. and pretends to be blind again. Yep, keeps her eyes closed. Uh, this is when the doctor finally shows up and is like, if you want to pretend that you're blind, there's a whole world out there. How dare? And... She's just like, I have nothing to see for anymore or something. So he's uh, like, all right, fine. You can go back to your blind friends in the orchestra. So she goes and nobody plays with her. Like they all just, they just let her like, you know. It's like, how dare you? Play by herself. Besighted one. So, so she plays by herself at the same time an exorcism is going on, which I don't know if that's in her apartment or if that's in the report card kid's apartment. Which it doesn't. It, it doesn't really specify. It also doesn't help. So so that happens. She passes out. She wakes up in the hospital. And this is actually whenever we see... Ying, uh, again, the, the poor cancer child, uh, shows up as, and she's like, hey... How you doing? I don't have to have any more uh, surgeries. That's good. Uh, everything's going. Everything's cool now. It doesn't hurt, and uh, I'm a, I'm gonna be out. But you take care, okay? Because you, you the know, world is beautiful for real. A, like a lot more. Just out be there. happy. See it. And and she's like, what? And then you see the ghost figure, you know, the death figure behind her, and she's just like, oh shit. And then it starts getting interspersed with us watching the poor child flatline on a on a gurney that was fun yeah and so then you know that yang ying gets ying yang yeah i think it's yang ying right it's it's opposite the 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 child ends the child. up getting getting escorted out by you know the death the spooky death and, then and it, it walks it through a, a, a like a door right very, there very two, ghost two doors style. Yeah, yeah two doors and um this is actually whenever the surgeon comes up and he's just like moon i need to tell you something the, the the child has and she's like I know I know she's died okay you don't have to fucking tell me I saw that shit she's dead and she doesn't say it just like that but she should have that would have yeah. been that would have been pretty awesome although this is is I guess the the impetus for him to figure out where the corneas came from right because okay. he's like you know what 
That's Obviously, fucking weird. She has magical powers. All right, I'll tell you. So why he, in God's name would he be telling her anyway? Like, hey, I just want to let you know. Uh, because they were friends. Well, yeah, but you know, like the family probably doesn't even know yet. True. Like, because he's coming out there in the smock, and he's just like running out there. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know that little girl that you were friends with, she's dead. Okay, I gotta go tell her family. Oh God, that's horrible. So, so that happens, um, and then this gives him, you know, reason enough to figure out who had the corneas. Well, they also at pretty much at the same time, they're they're they have the so it's, it's they have the funeral, right? They have the funeral for her, yeah. And then they're riding back in a subway or and on a like, train, yeah. She and that's when we had the the creepy face in the yes, window, yes, yes. And then she's like, hey, you know, um, the Cancer girl had this uh, this this thing for you. She the doctor, the doctor, her, her the doctor, boyfriend, yeah. her boyfriend, doctor, boyfriend, doctor. Uh, it's like, hey, uh, she she made this for you so that you could see it. And uh, uh, Moon Moon uh, kind of looks in the uh, the paper and she's like, oh wow, that's cool. That's my friend. And uh, who's this chick right next to her? Like they, she put the wrong picture in here. He's like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you look like yet. And she's like. That's not me. The fuck? And so she goes home and you see her looking in the mirror. This is very much like the Jessica Alba version also, wherever she looks in the mirror and is a totally different person. And, you know, she's like, who are you? And she freaks out. She breaks the mirror. And then we get this whole long conversation between the doctor and the nephew, I believe, wherever they're basically saying, you know... It's told that in the last moments of somebody's death, they remember the horrible shit that's happened, or like their last few moments or something like that. I think that this is what happened because Ling, who is the girl that we got the eyeballs from, was, you know, killed herself. So I think that's what's happening. So we get all that in a very short period of time. And then we end up getting handed a folder where we see that her eyeballs came from somebody in Thailand and they go on a trip to Thailand to go figure out whose eyeballs these came, you know, these were. They go to the hospital where they came from. We meet this other doctor, Dr. Something with an E. E-A-K. So I thought they were saying... It sounded like Eek. Ed the entire time. Honestly, I thought he was saying Ed. I I thought he was saying Ed. Maybe it's Eck. It's it's like Eck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's Eck, Dr. Eck. So they meet Dr. Eck uh, after... Moon figures out that this whole place, this entire ward is where she's been having nightmares about the entire time. And they're like, how dare you come in here? I'm not going to tell you about this. You leave this place. And she's like, but I'm having some weird vision shit. And he's like, oh, oh, that changes everything. Well, I see that you say that you're having weird vision shit. That means that you are being affected the same way as the person that I knew. So, and she was, and she was apparently. So they go to this, this village where... They see random ass burning people. Which was, yeah, that was interesting. Like uh, running, like random burning people were like running by. So she goes, she meets um, Ling's mother who is devastated because her daughter hung herself. Well, her daughter hung herself because. That was such a, a lady who smokes a lot. <laughs> like that, she, like Mrs. Like Chu or whatever her name was. I, I was like, she's like, I I am. I don't give a fuck anymore. She looked like a Denny's waitress at like three uh. o'clock in the morning after like a double. <laughs> just like, oh, uh, the only thing holding me together is cigarette and screen coffee. Just stop asking me questions. Just order whatever you want. So that Write happened. Write it down. I'll take it over there. So that happens. So we, we figure out that, you know, her eyeballs came from a medium. This medium could actually see all these horrible things that were happening. She could, she could pre, um. She was a precog. Precog. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, anything that was going to happen, if somebody would die, she would, you know, wail in front of their person's house and just like... She'd be like trying to tell them like, hey... So-and-so's going to die. You got to do something about it. And everybody treated her like shit because of this. Since she was a kid. Like a baby. Like... And, and, oh, you're cursed. How dare. And Don't like, play with this girl. She's awful. Her, like, she's damned. Blah, blah, blah. I felt like they were doing that to her at, like, her birthday or something like that. Because they're, like, sitting outside and they're, like, tapping on stuff. And it's like, how dare you come over here? You shouldn't ever do that. And I'm like, oh Don't play with this horrible girl. It's horrible. So they treated her like shit the entire time. Well, they treated her like shit right on up until the day that she was, like, freaking out and was you know telling everybody you need to run there's going to be a horrible disaster blah 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 and everyone just ignored her and threw water on her and just treated her like shit that was that was odd yeah well you know it blew weird? up the yeah. town blew up and over 300 people died yeah and so she was you know she was distraught she was devastated she was just not okay after that and so she killed herself so we get this whole explanation. It's a very much a Cassandra situation. She she could see everything that was happening, but could not do anything to affect it. And everybody treated her like shit. There was one part where uh, she was like walking on like a road on the opposite side and she looks through like an alleyway and they're like fishing some poor kid out of the river and then they blame her for it. And they're like, you're dead. How dare you do this to my boy? And I'm like, he's not even there. Like, I doubt she she was was having a conversation with him. Yeah, like she was nowhere in the vicinity. Like, what the hell? Like, you stub your toe at night? Do you blame me for it too, you asshole? So Moon wanted to stay in her... In the, the dead girl's room. And then conks she, out there, Which she too. does. Yeah, yeah, so she does. And all this, you know, stuff starts happening. And she's like, tell me, tell me. Like, you, you got me here. I'm here. Talk to me. So she does. And so she tells her all the bad shit that's happened. How she hung herself. Everything else. Well, Moon run down, runs downstairs and tells the mom, like, I need you to come upstairs with me. Because every night at 3 o'clock in the morning, your daughter is reliving her suicide. Which she is... The, the mother is fully aware of this, apparently. Because she hears the dr- the, the like, chair dragging. Like, loud as yeah. shit. Like, the mother, like, hears the chair dragging across the ground. Hears everything. And finally decides to do something about it whenever she hears Moon talking like Ling, who's just like, Mom, help me! Help well, me, Mom! So, help so me. what happens is, is that the mom is not going to go upstairs at the very beginning. Yes. Because uh, her daughter quit. You're like, I've been protecting that girl for her entire life, and I never quit on her, and she quit on me. So, no, I'm not going upstairs. And that's when Ling goes upstairs, and she's like, oh, okay, time to choke myself out by jumping up. And was there even, like, a noose there? Like, was Yes, there some- she okay. was in a noose. Oh, my God. What the hell? Like, yeah, so she was, she was, like. People going to that room should not have, like. She was know, like, fully dying. like, a. A prison, but here's the weird part. One of the doctors, I can't tell which one it was. Because Boyfriend doctor. It wasn't. Yes. Okay, because he like they both had glasses on. They didn't have glasses on. His I, hair I was, was all messed up. I, I was, was having like, some trouble. What the hell, man? I was having some trouble too. Uh, but uh, he gets up and he he's like he walks in to look in on her, and she's like kicking her feet like a dog running through a field in their dreams or something. Maybe that was the other doctor then, because the boyfriend doctor goes in and checks on her after she's already like. Okay. Hung herself, okay, so I that think. must have been the other doctor. I think. But, uh, yeah, so apparently, like, she was doing fine, and then, like, three seconds later, she was, like, getting choked out by a ghost noose. 
Uh, that's when, you know, Mama shows up and is like, hey, baby, don't die on me. He's like, Mama, I've, I'm so sorry I done killed myself. I've already forgiven you a long time it's ago. It's okay, honey. Even though technically she hadn't because she refused to go up there because she did not forgive her. I'm on a triple tonight, so I'm glad I waited in here for oh, this. It was, I've got to go, though. It was bad. They need me for the rush. So, so that happens. Everything's all nice and better because, you know, they stopped Ling from killing herself. And they are headed back home on a bus after they have like this really nice ceremony for Ling and you know everything lit incense and stuff and so they're headed back home this very long long trip back home and then they get stopped in a traffic jam a huge huge traffic jam which is caused by a petrol tank ger uh, that's fallen over and they're trying to get the guy out of the the thing but Everybody is like two inches away from this highly combustible freaking thing. Like I'm sitting there like looking at it like and I, I, I have flashbacks to all the times that we've had like hazmat on the highway. Like like everybody we needed everybody to get the hell out of there. Right. You know, like right then. Right. So and you would think that the cop who was yelling at people on the walkie talkie and not directing traffic would have done a little bit better job of directing traffic. People would have been like, oh, well, you know, that's a big gas container that has all that flammable gas in it. Maybe we shouldn't be around here Mm -hmm. right now. We shouldn't be selling food. There was a... Like a like a, a street vendor out there. There was a dude walking between the windows with like I don't know candy or something like that. And I was just I like, think it was a kid. I uh, think it was, it was like a kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they have no problems killing kids. Absolutely in this. no problem. And it, they they have no problem. They <laughs> Let me killed, just say that again. They killed. Oh my god! And so there was the the family with the baby. Yeah. There was the the groom and the bride. Right. Who were, who were late? Who were late for their own wedding? There was the old people. There was the young people. There was the guys who were jamming out on the bongo. Yeah, that was fun. And everybody was three feet away from this damn tanker that, like, is just... We have no idea if it's not ruptured or not. Yeah, which, by the way, it's ruptured. Oh, it's super ruptured. So, all this is happening... We had a little ratatouille rat sitting uh, out the grates of of the sewer, staring at a little girl who was, like... Did you see if there was a a death rat? Did you you notice a death with it? I did not see the uh, the death of rats there, unfortunately. There was squeak. a squeak. Uh, somebody's gonna get that reference, and if you do, you're cool. You're a friend. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. So everything she starts seeing the shadowy figures just gliding forward, and like then, past the, and it's a shit ton of shadow figures that are going past the bus. So she, you know, so she wakes up, sees all these shadow figures. Of course, the boyfriend doctor is asleep, so she like runs off the bus, sees all this stuff happening, sees all these death shadow figures, and knows what is going to happen because it is the exact same thing that happened to Ling, the girl who owned her eyeballs. And she's like, oh, my God, we're all going to die. So she's running to each and every car, like pounding on the windows, like, get out of the car. You need to run. And everyone's locking their windows. So the difference between this one, from, from what I can remember, the difference between this one and the Jessica Alba one is that people actually listen to what she's saying. Well, you know, my issue is, is that you see a tanker truck on its side up there. And you're sitting there going like, you need to get out of here. You need to get out. And it was like... What a peculiar person. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen here. Yeah. And the difference is, is that in the American version, Jessica Alba actually does save some people. And in this one, everyone fucking dies. I did. My favorite part, though. Everybody. Is 
So she's sitting there. So a guy shuts off his, his little cart. And everybody's got all these idling cars and everything like that. And then we kind of notice that there's the gas is, is spreading, which the gas apparently is lighter than air, which fumes. I thought was, was or, or heavier than air. So it's all just flowing on the ground. And uh, finally, he's like sitting there and, and he can go ahead and move by the guy trying to direct traffic. And he turns on his engine and that's the spark that started it. Not any of the myriad of sparks that are going off on all of the idling cars. Because apparently those spark plugs aren't sparking too much. All I know is everyone fucking dies, including the baby, with the the, the parents with the baby. It is a and the bride and the groom. Gigantic explosion. And the rat. It the the explosion follows the rat up the tube that it's in. And the sewer just, just goes in there, and I'm like, wow. And it kills everybody. In fact, the only people it doesn't kill is. Moon and her boyfriend, Doctor. Who are able to land on top of the camera, uh, as far as I could tell, uh, and uh, the fire washes over them, because that's how fire works. And they are not burned. No, they were... At all. Not their back. They still have all well, their hair. He he uh, he had his eyebrows, which I thought was hilarious. But uh, he uh, he got a little, little burn on his face. And Moon she got glass burn. in her eyeballs. Yes. So... It was the slow-mo Jessica Alba... Like, Ugh, you know, glass so in the painful. eye bit. So painful. Well, I think more glass got in Jessica Alba's eyeballs. Oh, yeah. Because well, nobody the, I mean, really expected, like, the little, the, yeah. like, oh, here's the little teeny weeny. It was like, like ah, straight up shards. That tiny, eeny weeny <laughs> thing. Uh, and, yeah, so we, we. Everyone fucking died. Just so many dead people. Like, they're even trying to beat the fires out, which I'm like, how did those guys get there so quickly? Uh, and, and and that guy dies too. Everyone dies. And then you see everybody's ghost of like the bride and the groom and the people with the baby. And then all the people who were on the Congos and Bongos or whatever. And they were all just gliding out to, you the know. The great beyond Because they all freaking died. And it ends on a happy note. Because they are both alive, and she's now blind again and happily blind, and they I, run into the each world other at is the so end. So beautiful! It's so beautiful. I, I, guess she I was saw going so to see many him. beautiful things. I saw so many beautiful things. I'm like, no, including you... a shit ton of dead, burned people. Uh, I smelled so many wonderful things. Oh, oh, gosh, I can't even. Ew. Uh. So, anyways, yeah. So it ends on a happy note. And uh, a black, a fade to black, which to drove black, which was, John bonkers. I was like, you're not going to fade to black now, are you? Because it's it stops on her staring at the guy. Nothing else is happening. We're still like, we're it's like a 15 second, not a, not a freeze, but just a, a 15 seconds. Them standing, it's staring at each other. Thing. Nothing's moving. And then it's like, fade to black. And I was like, you're kidding me. Yeah, John was not having fun with this movie. That was terrible back when it was new in the (laughs) 60s. uh, How dare you, sir? What are you going to rate this one? Oh, this gets a three. This gets three. What? Three? Three three missing report cards out of ten. Because it, it failed to tell the story. It had enough stuff that was going on that pissed me the hell off. And the fade to black. I'm going to give it that one. The fade to black, son of a bitch, screw you. 
You gave me a denouement that was like three seconds long with her tip-tapping around with the, the new cow. blind stick. And she runs over to the, the boyfriend. We don't get him hugging her. We don't get anything. We get like a like a, a, a two inches away where they had enough room for the Holy Spirit between them. Uh, that, great. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's let's have this where they, they show absolutely no affection because, of course, they wouldn't show affection to each other. They didn't have a relationship. You know, we had nothing on that. No, 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 no. Holy cow. Three burned report cards out of ten. Going with that. What about you? Uh, I'm actually going to give it a five out of ten creepy death figures because I just did not hate it as much as you did. Honestly, I feel like the Jessica Alba one was better, which is saying a lot, but... I didn't think it was horrible. The jump scares that were in the Jessica Alba one, I think still added a little scary to it. But this one was creepy. It did have that creepy factor. They didn't, um, you know, make the relationship that believable, which I, I get where you're coming from on that. But the fade to black thing did not bother me nearly as much as it bothered oh, you. Oh, that pissed me off. But the overall, the shit ton of deaths that happened at the end bothered me to the only because i'm like so the girl who experienced something horrible <laughs> killed herself after that and that's where she got those eyeballs from mm -hmm. that whole thing happened a shit ton of people died and then we end on a good note like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense i understand that you know everybody everybody takes things differently the the you know, well, yeah, but she, Moon was not nearly as as traumatized as she was in her childhood. I mean, yes, she was she was she doesn't blind, see, she but she doesn't have to see the the dead, the, you know, the dead anymore. She doesn't have to see that anymore. Now she that can is just true. completely ignore it. Now <laughs> she could hear them too, which uh, you know, I guess seeing is believing. But then again, apparently hearing is not. Uh, so apparently maybe she was hearing that shit all the time. I mean, she was definitely tone deaf. That's why they called her Miss Tone Deaf in the blind, uh, you know, uh, violinist group that she was a part of. Orchestra. Uh, but she could not, like, the, the, the violin, like, hire somebody else to play the violin if you can't find somebody who can play the violin. Oh my gosh, It was so terrible. Jeez. It was like, you know, if you're telling me that she's a great violinist, then she better be a good goddamn violinist, not like, well, she's okay. You know, like, she, she's a violinist. This is what she does, but she's blind, so we don't really expect that much from her. It's like, come on. Blind people are just as capable as everybody else, and some of them can suck at violin, apparently. You know, God, it's... Ugh. Ugh. So what about you? What do you think of this movie? That, that was the real reason they didn't want her for the Christmas uh, play. They're like, oh, yeah, you... you dig, uh, this is for, for, you know, the people with the disabilities. It's like, not, not only that, but you kind of suck. At playing the violin. I'm sorry. Holy cow. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want her. But, yes. Uh, you know, what What did you think? <laughs> oh did you enjoy you know this what? kind of thing? You know what? Do you want to pick the movies from now on? Because you were no, just no, you, ripping this on is, it. This is fun. You were um, just angry. Oh, I, the, the Fade to Black really did get me. Um, that pissed me off. That's how dare you. You did not deserve a Fade to Black on the loving couple staring at each other. Kind of. Because, you know, she's blind. Stop. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Stop it. But, no. Oh, my gosh. My, that's my issues. You don't, you, they didn't earn it. She felt in there. That's what matters. Anyways. No, I don't, she could have smelled a cologne or something like that. I don't care about that. But he didn't embrace her. There was no, it's like, let me go ahead and stand three feet away. Because he could be dead as far as we that's know. True. They really didn't embrace, but, but maybe they're not very affectionate. Well, maybe that's because the Chinese director guy was going, movies. don't touch my wife. 
at that point. True. Oh, that is true because he did marry her. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I mean, I would be scared because that uh, that one dude, the guy, God, I can't remember, was it, it was Lawrence? I think his, his name was. He was a pretty man. The 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 eye doctor psychologist dude, whatever the hell that guy is. The uncle or the guy? The other guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the hair. The boyfriend. Beautiful boyfriend. hair. Doctor boyfriend. Oh my god, yes. Like I wish I had hair like that. I was like, look at that. I was so jealous. He had like anime hair. I was like, damn, you did, dude. You did say that. You're it's like, so I'm, spiky. I really like oh, his hair. That's a, that's some good hair. I mean, it looked like it. Yeah, you know, maybe it's because it was so thick on him. It looked like it was a. Uh, it looked like, like a, a helmet. It looked, it looked like, like a, a helmet. It looked like the Lego insert of a like a plat. <laughs> like you just took the whole hair and you put it on him. But there was a lot of guys with that spiky hair. Like even maybe that's. Ayak or whatever I mean, was, they have they have that. really nice hair. I mean, it was the '90s. We all had like I guess they had nice hair back then. It's it's Asian hair. That's what all. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it just was the fact that pretty that Asian particular guy had a great hair. Uh, you know, heck, the uh, even the the sister had great hair because she had the the like the haircut. <laughs> okay, the stewardess about lady. People's hair. <laughs> anyway, what are, what did you think? Did you think they had great hair? Did you watch this movie at all? Did you like the Jessica Alba one better? Did you like the American version of Pulse a lot better? I did. Uh, but uh, let us know. Reach out to us. Esat3am at gmail.com is going to be the best way to reach out to us. It's, uh, email. We love talking to you. Uh, or you can reach out to us on our website esat3am.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook at ESAT3AM. Or you can always leave us a voicemail, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what's going on. Send us a voicemail. Uh, and, you know, tell us, you, did you think this one was uh, at, at least a three? Uh, was it lower than a three? I, you know, anybody who says that it was higher than a three, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to disregard. Uh, but uh, yeah, I won't fine. disregard because I gave it a five. Yeah, anybody who gave it a five gets completely disregarded. Oh my gosh! Just out, out of there, you're like, no, it was a great movie. How dare you? Get out! Thank you for coming to our last everything scary at three a.m. We're podcast. never gonna ask you to get out. At, you, at you this point, at this point, I feel like we just ask that you 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 know use a napkin or coaster. Always use a coaster. That's always that's, we will never kick you out. You just want you to use a coaster. <sighs> Thank and, you. And don't put your shoes up on the table because that's just weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Anyways, that's it. We're leaving. I'm done. <laughs> okay. You you hate all movies. Until next time. Yep. See you soon. Bye. At three. A three.